So we're talking about before I let go, Kennedy Ryan. Yes, yeah. that's what we're talking about. So I, you know, I started by saying that um, I've not finished reading the book because I was I've been afraid of reading it in terms that oh that um, if I finish reading this book, I'm not going to find another book that good. So it's like on one hand, I want to finish it to see like you know what the peak is. You get because you know when you come to the before I say reading the book, you know in the, in the start of the book, they they gave the blob as far oh that this couple yes definitely they divorced and then somehow somehow they got together again, but then the same thing that tore them apart the first time came back around. So I'm I'm already like more than eighty percent in, and I'm like wondering. So what's the peak of this book going to be? Please don't tell me they lose another big and another depression comes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I understand. Actually, I didn't see any synopsis before reading the book. It's a book that I've been seeing a lot, that a lot of people have been saying it's so good, it's so good. And I've kind of been looking for a romance read. So when I saw it, I was like, you know, let's do this. And I picked it up and it was really good. I enjoyed it. The time with it, you'd have to rush through it. What really stood out in this book for you? Like, tell me. There's something I, I I wrote down. The only thing I actually wrote down to ask you is, tell me top five reasons why someone should read this book. Like before I let go, um, read this book. As I said, I don't really read a lot of romance. I mainly use romance as like a palate cleanser. So after reading a lot of thrillers and fantasy, I just break it a little bit with romance. So it's different from a lot of books I've read because. It really took the real life um, essence. Like it took. How do I explain this? Okay, let me rephrase that. It talked about grief, hope, depression, recovery, and it really portrayed it in a real life viewpoint. Like it felt like I was seeing them in my head how it all happened, and it was something you could relate to in real life because. I don't spoil this. You mentioned they lost the baby, and that was not in the blob. Like I said, I didn't read the book to the end, so I can't even spoil it for someone, even if I wanted to. Because everything <laughs> that has already happened, it's, you know, everything that I've read to this point is still in the blob. I told you I don't know the peak of the story. You know the peak of the story. So you can avoid saying yeah. the peak of the story, but everything else, we can say it. I mean, we can talk about the side characters. I love Hendrix. I love Soledad. Oh, I love, I you love know. Soledad. <laughs> That's good, Deja, because I don't have a great relationship with my mom. So I, I was going to say that. Like, that was another part I related to, actually. Yeah. Because I understood being a teenager back then and always having all this fight to my mom. And I mean, that's so I once. I definitely related to that part. Yeah. I did. I definitely related. So, I love the way she wrote um, depression yes. from different was not like different ways to handle it therapy sections and actually be happy yeah like, of the therapy chapters of the book the relationship they have with their yeah definitely <laughs> i love the way so, I, and it was really cool you know that josiah would not go to therapy for himself they both handled it differently like yeah it showed i i don't know it was really crazy because it was a heavy book to read and I was just processing it so this is how she handled it and it was sort of like a miscommunication trope somewhat because it was because it's real 
I mean, this is exactly what happens in life. People handle things differently. People handle things. Yeah, differently. One person, one major challenge is like, oh, let's keep going. And that person is like, no, I'm falling apart. I'm not going to do life again. So I feel yeah. like they portrayed that really well. Like, I, I yeah, love so many little things about the book. Personally, I did. Like, I'm still so in love with that book. And I'm like, someone recommend to me. I mean, when you're, when you're done reading Before I Let Go, what books can you read after? <laughs> I, don't I actually don't know because I've been going through my library and I've not really seen something to read. It happens sometimes, you know, when you read a really good book and you're just stuck. You don't know what to read anymore. So, Well, I think she has a book too coming out soon, but it's going to be focused on Solidar, our relationship that husband and a family life i guess i've not really read the blog i hardly read blogs or books because i don't like knowing what i'm getting into i feel like i just like going in blind so like i have the full experience so if i'm going to not finish it and I'm, I'm going to finish it and all that i just prefer going in blind essentially i don't <laughs> they are that you know the reason I have them is because of book talk, you know, trust book talk to give the reviews. <laughs> I, I went in blind and I was disappointed. I was like, why did I not read the blog? Like, why did I yeah. just five seconds and Google of this book and read what it's about? Right. That was kind of to include the blog in the beginning pages of the book. You understand? Yeah. So in case you don't want it, we know in, in our head of time. But the fact that she was also endorsed by Colleen Hoover helped a lot of people because Colleen Hoover has like over 2 million subscribe, um, followers on Instagram alone. So, I mean, if you get, you know, if she endorses you, at least about 20,000, 50,000 plus people read that book. Yeah, that also added to the book. Like, it's actually booked up yeah. that gave recommendation and I, I had it for a while but one day I was just like oh I'm bored of everything I'm currently reading let me just get something fresh and I, I started it and I, I this I, you know this kind of thing when you plan to sleep by 10 but unfortunately you start reading a book and then you go to bed by 3 a.m that's what happened <laughs> one more chapter <laughs> just one more <laughs> chapter <laughs> it gets us all the time let me ask you a question who did you picture as Josiah like a person oh my god <laughs> this is so good this is so good yes okay okay i imagine them you know um gabriel union's husband yeah Mine, wait <laughs> he's, he's like he's like what about you who's yours um the younger version of idris elba i think it kind of fits that demeanor they all give him that is when he walks, is gay, is I mean, um, on. when everybody uh, is Elba. Come on, I know the man is smoking hot for his age, but still, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's right too. How old is Idris Elba? Actually, don't know. I think he's in his fifties. Uh, he's like forties. So I think that's why he also um, suits um, wine weight. <laughs> Gabriel's husband. You said your pick is um Idris Elba. So what about for Yasmin? Who did you imagine as Yasmin? Uh, I don't know. I thought about it. I tried to pick a character, but I saw a Pinterest picture. 
that was actually perfect for her, Soledad and Hendrix. Oh, I have no idea who those people are. Just, but when I said, I was like, yeah, this is perfect for them. But just, did you say, you say the filter? No, I did not. But I think I can get it back. I just have to go through my Google search history and look for it. <laughs> but I felt like that was perfect for the three of them. Like the picture. The person I chose for Soledad is one of these actresses that played sisters, Tyler Perry sisters. You know, um, this I, I don't I, I don't know the exact role she plays in Sisters because I don't actively follow the series. I just happened to see an episode of it, but she kept coming to my mind. So I went to look her up. I think I also copied a few pictures of her of her Instagram and on Pinterest. So because I, I'm, I plan to make a promotional video for um, you know this book you know this video so i want to use them like you know pictures stuck together i'm not that good at doing that yet but i just want to try and see how it goes and you know definitely you're going to help me <laughs> <laughs> i'll try <laughs> i'm not i'm not really good at editing but i'll try no you're good you're actually better than you think I, i've seen your page it's pretty okay let me just summarize what you said so far. You said, I, I just asked you to say five top reasons you think anyone should read this book. And you said, oh, that for you, you're not really into romance. So just a break for you in between um, horror, you know. So that's one sure. point I But you also said you like the mental health discussion around it. And then yes. both agreed that we like the fact that they really portrayed that mother and daughter teen relationship when it's not working. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then the fourth. So what's the fourth and fifth one now? Uh, uh, let me think about it. Um, I don't really like second chance trope in in books. Oh, I feel like she did it. Yeah. Well yes, me too. Like when I see someone's review and they say second chance, I'm like, nah, I'm not reading this. She made it fit. She made it. Fit. Yeah. It worked well. It, it did. It worked well. It worked too well. The second chance trip was just chef's kiss. I, I loved it. I loved it so much. A lot of people prefer romance with no um, bombs and just like straight off to the happy ever after. But I liked the way she did this. Like they had troubles and how hard it was to resolve them, familiar issues and all that stuff. So and I, I also think that should be read in the books. Like, I didn't think I would like... You know, the moment I saw they had grown-up children, I was like, ugh, this is not going to be good. <laughs> but look at me, you know. few chapters, and I was like, oh, this is so good. <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had to stay up to finish it. Yeah. I was like, nope, I can't sleep. I can't sleep at this yeah. point, so... Amazing. Kasim and Deja, you know. And those girls, and I love those those girls, Lupe and Deja. Remember that scene where they bonded in terms of trying to, yeah. to start a business and Edward was talking her down. And then they were like, that woman, you know, the other woman that is as successful as we want our mom to be, she has like five yeah. kids. And, she, and this is like teenagers putting a grown-ass man down. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, yep. I was actually very proud of them. Because Edward, uh, not a fan. No. We don't like no. him. Definitely. So dad deserves a chance to shine. Because the way they've described that woman, she's held back so much of her life just to pour into her girls. And even, she's not really doing anything for herself at this point. So, 
focusing on motherhood. And then there was this time that this news blew up on the internet that Harvard mom, that lawyer, that um, Chinese lady that, you know, what she's doing with her Harvard degree is homeschooling her children. <laughs> like, I know, I know, I know it, it had mixed reactions on the web. It came out some weeks ago. And people were like, how would you use a Harvard degree? I'm not doing anything with it. Blah, blah. But that's what she wants to do. And what do you know? She started like she started content creation as a means to teach her children when the pandemic hit. And today they have like over two million subscribers on YouTube and like hundreds of thousands of millions of views on a daily basis because people really like their content. It's wholesome. So I'm like, yeah. So I mean, solely that is that kind of mom. Like when I saw her character and how do I describe her, that woman came to mind. Although definitely one is Asian and solely that is black. There. My son dad is not actually black. She's mixed. She's many, many mixed. Yeah. She's German. She's <laughs> because I I don't want her with Edward. I think they're going to separate. Yeah. I really don't know. But I think that's how it's going to go. And she's going to find like yeah. her point. She's going to, you know, do what she wants to do and leave him behind with her friends to put <laughs> Definitely do it up and and I also want to see more of her daughters i love them i mean we saw a bit of lupe here you know the the, the girl that doesn't want to do modeling is acting that she minds them <laughs> her daughters all of them overachievers the other one ballet the other one gymnastics i said haba mommy rest <laughs> novels and bits i do full novels just like I'll, I'll take the whole book and list it so do you think this is what doing i think so yeah. i think so because the problem I've been having during long-form content is, you know, you spend so much time, so much resources. I mean, look at the problem we have with data. I, I mean, like, this is not something I want to say online. But you come to a, a point where you, you hardly have enough money to eat. But you're still using most of that money to buy data just to make sure you're showing up. And then when you finish all the sacrifices, what do you know? Nobody's really seeing the, the content you put out. That can really be like, am I even doing this thing like why should why am i even doing this thing? Maybe i should just go get a job like my parents asked me to <laughs> let's not leave my street <laughs> i actually understand because engagements on here can be disappointing it can be but i guess it's just a lot of books that just keep pushing us some people have quit a long time ago because they're so frustrated nobody's seen anything no comments no likes nothing but what do we do the instagram algorithm is bad it's terrible collaborations also take us a long way because i'm quite hesitant about paying paying for you know promotions you know they always say oh pay to sponsor your post sponsor post actually have it's bad for your engagement mm. i had it's bad for your engagement but I, I think, doesn't really yeah I, I don't think it's bad or it's good i think definitely if there are those options explore them like i plan to do sponsored posts this year but the thing is before you go into sponsored posts i feel like get resourceful think money last they understand instead reach out to people like do this kind of things we are doing maybe go on live with someone um collab with people and just explore as much options as you can get resourceful before you think money you get before you money on trying to boost the post to understand i actually think boosting works better for business mm. like just us that are doing it for fun and i think it works better for business because i see a lot of 
um, business accounts and I hit them up or just to check out their profile form ads and all that. So I think it works better for business. But like they saw your review and just like mm, and scroll past tickets. But I think it works better for businesses. We'll definitely figure it out. It's just one creative step at a time. Just don't yeah. stop. That's the only thing. If you stop, that's when you, you lose. You just don't stop. Yeah. yeah. I think we rounded this up well today. I mean, our first life wasn't a total disaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely chaotic. But I had fun. I had Thank fun. I enjoyed it. Fun too. I got to laugh. Thank you so much, Saki. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.